Howdy there, Sarah, and welcome back to Endgame, a Riverdale podcast where two embarrassing people and also a third person review an embarrassing show. I am your first host, Miha. I'm your second host, Miha. And I'm your third person, Miha. No, you're not. You're the, one of the embarrassing you're the, people. One now. of the embarrassing. He's not. I'm you're... not the. <laughs> <laughs> How have you immediately messed up? <laughs> you and me are embarrassing. He doesn't have embarrassing I don't, stories. I'm, it's really hard for me to find yeah. embarrassing stories. Yeah. Okay. So you're so... one of the people now. It's us, baby. Oh, okay. Now me, which is why Hell you yeah. and I have to leave, find something that we connect over, and then shun out Brooklyn Miha Nine-Nine. over here. I said two, welcome to the podcast, we're two introverts and also a third person. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that, that makes sense, actually. And, and you guys tell, tell stories about times when you were really introverted and, like, it was embarrassing or something, and I tell stories about times I was extroverted and it was really fun for me. <laughs> 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 but you also have to keep in mind that you're an extrovert with anxiety. Shut up! <laughs> All of our stories are like, I was at a party, and then I went and, went and hid in a closet. <laughs> yeah. For like an hour. Welcome to season two. Welcome to season two. Season two, episode one, oh, chapter yeah. fourteen. Should we discuss the new cover art, or should we just not explain it? Oh no! No, we should well, not explain it. Listen, Miha is telling you that if you need help, Me- call the suicide hotline at the bottom of our Riverdale podcast picture. Get yes, therapy. We, we may be very, very bad sources of information on suicide, but please, suicide hotlines can help. Okay, so should we tell embarrassing stories? So Love what's it. your story? So my story has to do with me and my roommate this year. And spinach? So, yeah, me and spinach. So when I was late into my senior year of high school, people were asking me a lot about my dorm room. And I'm a very minimalist person by nature. I don't like a lot of things in my room. So I didn't have any plans for my dorm room. I pretty much was going to leave it bare. But people kept asking me what my dorm room aesthetic was going to be like. So out of desperation, one time with my then-girlfriend, I just said, ducks. And she was like, ducks? And I said, ducks. And she said, what do you mean by ducks? And I said, imagine this, ducks everywhere. The walls, ducks. Ceilings, ducks cabinets there's ducks there baby you have a little cult of ducks in the closet you have a little bit of like a handmaid's tale reference of ducks with like little paper around their eyes and then there's the wall with the ducks and red streamers flowing out of them like the blood on the wall and it's the handmaid's tale ducks and she said mia i don't like this idea and i said too bad this is your fault. I'm doing it. And then I did. So over the course of the next year, I put up over a thousand ducks in my room. I strung some of them on lines. I fashioned some of them little swords so they could do battle with each other. I made a story of like a duck infestation starting from under my bread and like stretching across the entirety of my room. Over the course of a, a year and over a thousand individually put up ducks. Most of them on walls or cabinets, so they had to be taped and glued there. And for what? Nothing. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you have pictures? Oh That's my so god, funny. yes. Oh, yes, I have pictures. 
don't I know require, if they're having this fun there. I require pictures. It was really easy to shop for you this year because I just get you duck stuff. I can try and make like a duck out of glass beads. <laughs> well, the ducks are over so, now. No. I don't care. Ducks are forever. The ducks are next year. There's I'm doing no Easter egg type stuff. So if you wanna, if you wanna be with it, Easter egg gifts are what I'm doing next year. Great. It's Completely fun. not important though. Do you want me to tell a story? No. Okay. I have twenty-two. Do you want to pick a number? Ooh, pick a number between one and twenty-two. Yeah. I choose thirteen. Oh, great. It's about... Mommy. Nope. It's about Miha. That one. The other one that I'm dating. <laughs> it's about Mommy. <laughs> no. Okay. No. So this one, 13. Okay. Listen, let me paint me. you a scene. Let me let me set the scene. Yeah. I'll close my eyes so you can paint it for Which me. Which one is it? Miha and I have been hanging out for about two months. Mm. And then oh, no. we're going to have Christmas together. And mm. I like her. And I don't know mm. if she likes me. Mm. And she says, about three weeks before Christmas, I'm in her room. And she casually mentions that she has a Christmas card for me already. And that she wrote something in it, but she can't give it to me yet. Mm. But she wants to. Oh, she said no. it like that. She's okay. like, I can't give it to you yet, but I want to. And then in my head, this I is was, not gonna listen, in my head, I'm thinking, okay. Why would someone write you a card three weeks early and then want to give it to you early if it's just a random Christmas card? Mm. Like, what would be the point of that? So in my head, in my head, I'm like, okay, Miha likes me and she wrote me a note and she's going to give it to me on Christmas and she wrote it early and that's why she said that. Like, it was a hint. That makes sense. It makes sense. It does make sense. So then I write a note as Mm. well. I write a letter, if you will. Mm. And then you write, like, ten. <laughs> on Christmas. That's not important. I did write ten versions, but I gave her one of them. We're on Christmas. I hadn't given it to her yet. I'm going to give it to her at the end of the night. I go to her flat. She, she gives me the card, but I can't open it yet. And she leaves the room. Right when she leaves the room, I rip open the card and I read it. And it says, I'm so grateful for your friendship. And then I have to make a choice about whether I should give her the letter that I wrote because this is not what I was expecting. And I had to do that. So I got a letter that said, I'm so thankful for your friendship. And then I gave her a letter that said, I'm in love with you. And, <laughs> and that was how it went. And I was so embarrassed. It was really bad. So there's that one. That was so embarrassing because I just I mean, read the Virgo. Because I just read the card and I saw, I'm so thankful for your friendship. And I was like, oh, fuck me, I guess. Like, oh, Lord. Little did you know that she would. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to make that joke. Anyway, what's your embarrassing story, Mia? Now that you mentioned that one, I thought about how it's embarrassing that I didn't notice I liked you for like ages. But actually, my story comes from the first night in my student accommodation. I just arrived there, I have anxiety, I have really bad anxiety, especially when it comes to staying in new places. So I'm like going to bed, trying to sleep, being like, I can do this, I can sleep, like a normal person. And then at fucking 1am, the fucking fire alarm goes off. It was not a test, it was not a drill. It was an actual fire alarm, because some asshat decided to cook at 1 in the morning and fucked up, so I don't know. 
I've been what? that sat. <laughs> I have 100% been that sat. I've done actually that exact thing where I cooked at one in the morning and set off a fire alarm in my Good dorm. Good to know. And I was so stressed about the fire alarm that I forgot to put on shoes. So I ran downstairs. Or like, I forgot to put on socks and shoes, I think. So I ran downstairs in my pajamas and a jumper. And then I had to wait for like half an hour. It was freezing. It was autumn in Scotland. And everyone was like really chill. And I was having an anxiety attack. Everyone was like, are you not wearing shoes? And I was like, no, I fucking thought I was going to die. And then... <laughs> Like half a hour later, we were able to go back in, and that just haunts me. I'd like to say that this happened to me, and like I also live in the student accommodation, and this happened to me. And I picked up all my important documents because I was like, I was like taking them slowly. I was like, if I if I lose my visa, I'd rather die than get it again. <laughs> I was putting on my shoes. I took all my important stuff, and I walked out really slowly. And the lady got so mad at me, and I was just like, I don't give a shit, ma'am. Did I die? No. And so very different, <laughs> very different vibes. And then I also got another sequel when I moved to my new student accommodation. The first night, at 10.30, they had another fire alarm. This time it was a fucking drill. And it went on for five minutes and was so loud. That's not as embarrassing as mine. Well, I, well look. I'm gonna completely breeze past that sentence because you're right. <laughs> but also yours was chosen at random before hearing hers, so... That's not her fault. Your be- your stories better be actually embarrassing, because I'm putting a lot of shit in this podcast, and I can't be alone. I'm an embarrassing person. Have <laughs> you have you ever heard a fire alarm, and your first thought is, what if I don't go and I just continue what I'm doing and hope Do it's a Do you want to know drill? something really sad? Yeah. When I was in my middle school, every single time the fire alarm went off, I would get so unbelievably happy because I would hope that the school would burn down and everyone would die. You told me that. That's true. Yep. I'd be so happy. It's so happy. Just so excited. And if it wasn't a real fire, I'd be so sad. There was a time when I was in the music hall at college and the fire alarm went off and I stayed there for 15 minutes thinking, it's fine. It's a drill. And then I, when it kept happening, I went outside and saw a bunch of fire trucks pulling up. Turns out the elevator broke and got on fire. And it was actually really bad. Oh, my flatmate um, who lived with me when I was being really slow to come out of the building, she was like, um, it was like 11 and she was like, fuck this, I'll just die. And she went back to sleep and she got in a lot of trouble and they wouldn't let us back in until she came out of the building and she came out like 10 minutes later and she was like, what's happening? Yeah, one of mates managed to sleep through the entire thing at 1 a.m. Yeah. She just slept through it. I don't think I'd leave if it was 1 a.m. I'd just be like, whatever. You <laughs> might have noticed, but everyone's name this episode is, is Miha. Miha? Miho. Now, we'll find that out later. Can you give us a synopsis? The synopsis? I'm making them up now. On the you spot. said this last episode as <laughs> well. Well, I'm letting you Are know. Are you going to say every single two, episode? <laughs> I'm making up the summaries on the spot. I'm not preparing beforehand. The summary for it this one... It was my idea. Is, um, is, well, Archie's father is in the hospital. His friends look for clues as to who could have shot him. In the meanwhile, Cheryl checks on her mother, and Jughead interacts with the serpents. And also, Archie fucks in the shower, because that's, that's not- how you do it. <laughs> synopsis. That's not part of this. That's so important to be part of the synopsis. 
that's, that's how you deal with my trauma. My synopsis was clearly. good. That was a good synopsis. That was it a good was. Sy- I don't think you left out anything. No, I didn't. I'm very good Except at Except for Veronica doesn't care about finding clues the yeah, entire episode. Yeah, I mean, but there's always one person who doesn't do anything. Like, I can't get them all. What is the first scene? Um, Jughead narrates over Archie getting friend to the hospital. Great, fantastic. Yeah, and then it cuts there's to a... Jughead writing on his computer in real time while Archie's driving to the hospital. But yeah, there's because... also a weird shot of Veronica, like, just getting up in the Oh, yeah, where she's naked? Weird. Yeah. 0.2 second naked? Yeah. It, season one took about two minutes to get to Archie shirtless, um, I think, and then this season took five seconds to get for, to Veronica not wearing pants. Match made in heaven. <laughs> They're soulmates. <laughs> their end game their end Jesus game Mary Magdalene. this is the first time we've said end game like without it being the title <laughs> have they said end game in the show no, no they have is end game more of a sabrina thing no they say end game like veronica says it at, to archie they say yeah, it a but, lot like later but you brought up a good point that someone called jug and instead of helping, he just started writing about it. Yeah, because he said, he said as you're reading this, Archie Andrews is driving Fred Andrews to the hospital. And I was like, sir? So, excuse, hello? He's just like, I don't care. I got to document this. This man just sat down and started writing. But the other thing that I feel like is important to draw attention to is that they make the point of reminding you that Archie doesn't have his license because he's only 15. He, isn't he 16 now? Archie doesn't have his license because he's still a literal child. <laughs> Which, okay, I guess he's 16. Yeah. What's the age of consent in Riverdale? The age of consent, the lowest age of consent in the United States is 14. Yeah, that's, I think, the same thing okay, in Germany. This is Midwest. The con- age of consent is 14 in Germany? I think so. That's awful. That's, that's the, I'm not sure. Also, uh, I, I'm not sure the if they changed it. That's ge- genuinely awful. Hold on, that can't yeah, be Yeah, right. I know it's awful. Because the age of consent here is 16 or 17, I think. Hold on. I think ours is 16. Yeah, age of consent. Yeah, because when I'm I turned 16, sure. I told everyone I can have sex now. Hold on, age of consent in Germany. And then your girlfriend was like, oh, garden? I was not dating anyone when garden? I turned 16. So no garden? Um, I'm aware. It is for, that's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, only if both are under 18. That's still fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I probably should have specified that. No, that's still genuinely not okay at all. Yeah. That's not no, good. it's awful. Okay, anyway. Riverdale is right. called a haunted town. <laughs> he says Riverdale's a haunted town, but, like, barely anything has happened. Two Excuse people have me. died. There was a cliffhanger? Three. Three, yeah. Well, Fred didn't die, so two and a half. No, three. The The random... What's his name? Mustang. Mustang. Mustang does die. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Poor people don't matter. I mean, Fred Andrews. Miha, Miha, twenty twenty one. Poor people don't matter. Mustang doesn't count as a human being. <laughs> I didn't say poor people don't matter. That was her. That was the other Miha. It was Miha. <laughs> it was Miha, not Miha. Ah, uh, I got my Miha. Can we mixed. all have me be named Miha, but we have different inflections in the way we say Miha. Miha, Miho. Miha. 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 Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose that it's a two syllable word, <laughs> meaning it's very hard to come up with three ways of emphasis. Miha. 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 Three. We're turning into a tonal language. <laughs> I think all three of us do not speak any tonal languages between us. No. Are they mo? 
we speak modal languages? I don't know. I don't know linguistics well enough for this. Okay, so we Jug's narrating Archie gets spread in the hospital. What else? Well, do you yeah, and uh, then you have the coma dream. Yeah, driving isn't that hard. Is that just me? Driving isn't this hard. She doesn't drive. Okay, driving isn't this <laughs> no, hard. No, it's not this hard. Like, he is somehow is able to knock off side. I'm going to say he's probably having a panic attack, and I'm going to give him a break. <laughs> And also, he's probably making Fred's injuries much worse. That's not... He's trying his best, man. Don't move people who are injured. Pop called what an ambulance. What supposed to do? Pop called an ambulance. It cost $20,000. That's because America is fucked up. Yes, I agree. Also, Pop can legally drive. If I get hurt and oh, somebody right. puts me in an ambulance, Pop I'm drive him. You. That's a good point. Why didn't Pop drive him? I don't know. But I yeah, am saying, if I get hurt here, in America, and somebody calls an ambulance, I'm, an I'm beating your ass. I'm calling you an Uber. Don't call an ambulance for me. Don't do that. How much would you have to tip an Uber driver to make them drive you to the no, hospital? No, I know there are Uber. I know that's how, like, people do call Ubers. I know. But the, yeah, I what, read about that, and I was horrified. Because I, I assume, like, 20% isn't enough to mm -mm, cover it. Mm -mm. So Especially what, if you're bleeding all over the seats. They take a longer route, so you have to pay more while the person's dying in the back. <laughs> They're like, oh, sorry, sorry, we're, we're stuck in traffic. So, can we get to I the just weird have to dream get sequence? Yeah, dream sure, sequence? let's get to the weird dream sequence. Okay, they play this it's after so Fred funny. dies in the later season, so it's not funny, it's sad. Like, when Archie's graduating or whatever, he thinks about how Fred isn't there, and they play the scene again, and it's really fucked up. And Veronica oh. says, you didn't live to see this, which he doesn't in real life, and that makes me sad. You just, you glossed over a lot of things. What do you want to call it? Well, it's a dream sequence, but what's the dream sequence? It's Fred standing there and everybody's in graduation robes. And, and he's he... like, I, I never thought I'd live to see this. And everyone's like, that's because you didn't. Yeah. And I know, I know he died in real life and stuff, but that's not until a while. So I just think it's very funny that it's this not. is what they think death is. It makes me sad. Look, look. It's not the Riverdale writer's fault for for not predicting Fred's actor's It death. is their fault because they put the scene later after he dies. Look, the, yeah, the, the, I, this scene, we're not talking about later, we're talking about now. Exactly. This scene relates to later. This, but it's not a problem now. Okay. Exactly, and now it's just funny because I don't, like, imagine you're just dying and someone's like, oh, you're dying. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> That's not what they said. You know how they they were like, you didn't make it, That's bucko. You didn't say that. Buckaroo. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Don't you remember? Energy. He's holding up the camera, and then and then his wife is like, why don't you loser. take the why don't you take the picture, dead boy? <laughs> and then and then Fred's like, what are you talking about? And then Veronica's like, you didn't make it here, you sick. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> and later on. They say time dies, and it's so funny. That part's funny. I agree with you. That part's that funny. That is so fucking We're funny. We're not there like, yet. Like, imagine someone just being like, time dies. We're not there yet. We'll time get there. Time dies. Um, the next part is Alice and Betty arguing about Jug, because that's obviously the most important plot line in this <laughs> episode. Yeah. Yeah, because Jug's a beanie-wearing cat beanie that tries to defile Betty. He tries to defile yeah. her. And then later she says Snake Pliskin, and it's... Jesus Christ. We're really skipping a lot of things. In the I just, no, it's well, the same it's scene. The same thing, I, just, I feel like 
we should know that this is this is the first sex argument that they have, right? Yeah. Sex argument number numero uno is happening here. What's the next scene? The next scene is it's like various scenes of Archie calling his friends and telling them his dad got shot. And we see Jughead taking the motorcycle. First of all, where did he learn to ride a, mo- a motorcycle? And second I of all, I assume that the that there was an expert on the set that taught him. Okay, on, like fair. a controlled surface. And then they put him on the motorcycle. Unless, unless Cole Sprouse does ride a motorcycle in real no, life. No, I meant like Jughead the character. I'm fine. No, but now I want to know if Cole Sprouse rides a motorcycle in real life. I bet he does. And I thought you might have something to say about the helmet. His helmet it has the crown. It does have the crown. I was happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I figured I, you would be. I like any reference to the comics that feels not forced. But... Uh, mm, 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 mm. I can get mad at it, but I won't. But I can. He's chosen the symbol of the crown, so why is he like treating it in the weirdo speech as if it's something that's forced upon him? Make up your mind, Riverdale writers. Get it oh, right. The weirdo speech later, which means they're self-aware. <laughs> they are. Um, they're not self-aware. They just got backlash. <laughs> so uh, then we get them all arriving at the hospital. Am I the only one that is confused at why Archie hasn't taken off his Letterman yet? Yeah, I'm so confused. Like, just take off, take off the Letterman, bro. It's a blood-soaked Letterman jacket, and you're in a hospital. Get rid of it. None of this is appropriate. Also, what if the police take it? Yeah. Because it's... And the police are there. You see yeah. Sheriff Keller right there. Yeah, he would take all of Archie's belongings. And it's not treated as a proper crime scene. No. But we'll get oh. to that. And then they say he needs a superhero name. Pure Heart the Powerful. Pure Heart the Powerful. Now, I want to say, just as a little note, if the superpower of Pure Heart the Powerful is to hear a robbery happening, run out, and then immediately fold, kneel on the ground, and start crying until the person shoots your dad, that is an interesting superpower. (laughs) Yeah, Archie, little bitch, why don't you get shot? Sorry. Why did he run out? His dad wouldn't have gotten shot if he didn't run out. Because he's dumb. Yeah, he's this an idiot. This is his fault. Like, just go, not, it. He's stupid. Uh, look, look, it's not a lot his fault. It's only like 2% his fault. It's mostly murder guy. Mm-hmm. Like it mo- 98% murder guy and then little asterisk. Also, Archie didn't have to write him. <laughs> Let me say, if I heard a robbery happening and I was in the bathroom, I am not running out. I am getting in the stall, standing on the toilet, locking the door, and pretending I'm not there. Because this is a self-preservation moment. Yeah. He he had to choose between fight or flight, and instead he chose both, but, like, in the wrong way. Isn't that weird? (laughs) He's just stupid. Yeah, he, he chose both of them. Fight or flight works. Oh no! It's like I got this. I got this. Nope. Get no. <laughs> over my head. Ooh. If only I had a baseball bat. And then he um calls his mom. Nope. And we have talking. Alice being mad at Jug first, which is oh, never mind. I only want to talk about this because it's so funny to all be in the hospital and somebody's dying, and then you being mad at your daughter's boyfriend and just not caring about anything else happening is really funny to me. <laughs> like she's so stupid. Alice is so 
just laser focused on one thing. It's really funny. You gotta give her credit. If anything is the serpent's fault, she will find it. Alice might have the most consistent characterization in this show. Yeah. Which is just bad mom. (laughs) But she doesn't. Anyway, then we have Sheriff talking to Jug and Archie. It's the first mention of Jingle Jangle. And it's also... The the, Jingle Jangle. It's also... They have the flashback... Okay, I have a rant. They have a flashback to... The guy, the Black Hood, shooting Fred, and you see his eyes and his eyebrows. You're gonna see this exact picture approximately two million more times before the mm. end of the season. Yeah. You're gonna oh see the God. eyes and the eyebrows. Now, if you watch... The, hold on. For, I have an idea. We write down how many times we see that shot for the season finale. I literally can't. Shot. We've already seen it 80,000 times. Two. I can't do Twice. it. Um, Twice. We take a yeah. shot for four every time times they show this episode? It might be more than four. I can't count. You can count if you want. But anyway... Okay, we see his eyes and his eyebrows. His eyes are bright green. His eyebrows are very poofy. Fluffy, if you will. They're large. Fluffy Italian brows. I don't like the word fluffy in combination with eyebrows. Okay, floofy then. So you see his eyebrows. Um, You see his eyes and eyebrows. Okay, if you watch the whole show, you know that it's Hal. Hal is the one who shoots Fred. We don't know why he's robbing Pops. They never tell us why he's robbing Pops. There's no motive. We don't but, actually know why the Black Hood cares about Pops. No, either. but he's robbing Pops. He shoots Fred. I don't Fred. think he cares about Pops. I think he cares about Fred. Okay, well, but, I need to finish the, my rant. Okay, yeah, continue. <laughs> we know what Hal looks like. Hal does not look like this man. First of all, because the actor who plays Hal was not dressed, he was not this character, which doesn't make sense. Because if it's Hal, we need to see the eyes and the eyebrows, and we need to see Hal, and you can connect the dots. This is a trick. And so, when you find out it's Hal, you can go back and look at this. His eyes are not the same color. Okay, perhaps he's wearing contacts. Perhaps he wears contacts every single time he fights. Whatever. His eyebrows are not the same. This is not the same man. How is Archie Andrews supposed to identify Fred? How is he supposed to do that? Like, how, not Fred, how is Archie Andrews supposed to identify Hal if it's not Hal? And they say it's Hal. And also, Archie has known Hal his whole life, because they live next to each other. But he still doesn't recognize it's Hal, because it's not! What are they doing? Why is it a different person? They have different faces! This is not fair! You can't do this in a mystery show. I'm pretty sure they didn't know who it was going to be, so they just That's exactly it! They didn't know who it was going to be, so they picked a random-ass person... And just shove them in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we only know a few facts about the Black Hood at this point, which is green eyes. Big eyebrows. Big eyebrows. Homemade hood, right-handed, and lesbian. <laughs> and 5'10". What? 5'10". Five, ten, and 5'10". Six, six, so six things. 5'10". Okay. And a hundred, about 160 pounds. So we know, lo- okay, pounds. if it's a mystery show, they're supposed to be giving us details so we can try to figure it out. There's no one on the show who has eyes and eyebrows like this. So for us, like if I was watching this, I'd be like, it's not any of them because no yeah. one looks Did like. Did it really this. say 160? Well, Archie's guessing 165. Yeah. That's what Archie time. said. So that's a bit. That's a bit. That's a bit lax. I can forgive Hal not being 165 pounds, yeah. which he's definitely not. But he definitely has the flashpoint memory of the eyes. Yes. And, and it, we like, know that he's right-handed. There's a plot point in the show where he's going around town looking at people's eyes yeah. to try to figure out, and he, like... Well, he's, we, have the, we have the lineup scene Exactly. And none of them are Hal. Like, Hal doesn't look like this. So I yeah. don't understand what they were doing. Well, you, you have to... Okay. 
here's here's the one way that I can justify this exact exchange. Because it doesn't make sense for the Black Hood to rob Pops. Yes. Nor does it make sense for the Black Hood to be mad at Fred, seeing as Fred is the only quote-unquote pure person Yeah, it doesn't make Riverdale. sense at all. Which means... Because he's an adulterer. That one... That's oh, the official yeah. reason. Yeah. That's the official reason given later. I remember. Thank you for remembering there's that. An, there's an argument that could be made by writers and people very sympathetic to this show that this isn't Hal yet. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make sense for Hal to want to rob anything. He just cares yeah. about murder and purity and, and making Riverdale better. So he sees the opportunity to take this this horrible act and co-opt that that like aesthetic yeah to kill under it okay, but to when, get away with it when easier. they see they see him later they see the black hood multiple times i'm pretty sure they do the shot of his eyes they do yeah so they it do it work. all the time they do the shot of his eyes every time they see the black hood they do the shot of his eyes and it's never right so it doesn't work look <laughs> i'm going to because because i want to be as good faith to this show as I can. And like, I, cause I think, cause this is the, I think this season is the one that they tried the hardest on. Legitimately, I think that it is. So I'm going to try and give it as much good faith, but I also don't think this is a mystery show. No. I think this is a, like more of a soapy show disguised under mystery pretenses. But the thing is, we you can't give them good faith because we know that the guy who plays Hal didn't know he was the Black Hood until two episodes before. That doesn't mean that the writers did. I don't think though. the writers did. I think the writers did. No. I have reasons to believe that the writers knew way before it. Okay. But that's its own thing. Because I think, I think this season has the best reveal out of any of them. Yes. And is, this is the closest to a mystery. So, I am going to be trying to like like piece together every every single clue that we get and then whether they make sense or don't make sense for it to be how yeah right now it doesn't make nothing sense. makes sense for it to no. be how yeah okay how put on fake eyebrows every single time he was gonna be the black hood not a not a single <laughs> moment of this episode <laughs> would ever leave you to believe lead you to believe that it is how it wouldn't lead you to believe it's anyone you've ever met on the show because yeah. they don't look like them well, no one in the show has green eyes. Exactly. <laughs> so then we have Veronica and Betty chatting, and then it cuts to Jug asking Archie if he's hiding something from the sheriff. Yeah, so Veronica says her talents are makeovers, party planning, dance-offs, callback to the horrible dance-off she had. It's a callback. <laughs> dropping vintage bon mots as if they were bonbons. Best line in the episode. <laughs> exactly, I agree. I hate her, and it's awful. So we have Jug and Archie saying goodbye? Yeah. No, Jug is like, you're hiding something from the sheriff. Right. And Archie is... What's he say? I'm pretty he's sure he's like, nah. I don't remember, though. No, yes. No. He says that because Fred hired the serpents and then fired them later, he thinks it might be someone from the serpents, yeah. but he didn't want to tell the sheriff that because oh, he and knows then Jug, the sheriff yeah. is prejudiced against the serpents. Jug's going to interview... Sure. So Jug's gonna go check out a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, not interview. Yeah, and then he says, "Thanks, bro." He Thanks, says, bro. bro. Give me a goodbye smooch, bro. Just <laughs> a little tongue. Yeah, it's they not do gay the- if it's just a little tongue. <laughs> <laughs> they hug, and I'm like, "This is romantic." Okay. 
Don't you mean bromantic? Oh! Veronica tells Archie he should go home and not wear blood-covered clothes. And then Archie has a dream about And not look like the teen reboot of The Shining. Yeah, which is an appropriate thing to say to someone whose dad's blood is all over him. And he's like, I'm going to walk the dog. And she's like, you can't walk the dog if you're covered in blood. And he's like, but you've never walked a dog. And for some reason, their solution to this is for them to walk the dog together, even though the whole reason he wasn't going to walk the dog is because he's covered in blood. And they just decided that that didn't matter anymore. So what the hell was that conversation about? I just, I want to know. What everyone... <laughs> it was just to show that she's rich because she's had people walk dogs so for her. Stupid. I feel like even if you're rich, people will walk their own dogs. Yeah, people walk Because their own it's dogs. a cute thing to do. Yeah. And like, you love your dog. And also, does Veronica have dogs? Yeah, since when does Veronica have dogs? Where did the dogs go? <laughs> they were taken when they took everything, including it's... the clothes off her back. They took the dogs. <laughs> They sacrificed the dogs to the devil. Oh no. What would okay, what would what would you do if you saw a like socialite and someone with blood just fully on their shirt walking, walking a, dog. a dog? Like just just that image feels so terrifying to me. The thing is they could have cut just to that scene. They didn't have to have Veronica going, Don't walk the dog while you're covered in blood and then Still have him walk the dog while he's covered in blood. Yeah, but we still would have gotten mad that he's walking the dog while covered in blood. He, okay, he takes off the Letterman jacket. He can just put on a new shirt that's not covered in blood. Exactly, but he's not. (laughs) He's at his house. (laughs) Also, a dog walk can wait 10 minutes for a shower. Yes. But they only have seven minutes. Well, they have a shower later, so... (laughs) So we have them walking the dog, and then we have we have Archie saying that his dad got the dog, and that he says dad even comes with us when we go to the vet. Remember, I need you to remember earlier in the episode they said Archie doesn't have his license. His dad has to go with him to the vet because he can't drive. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see a problem here. <laughs> what Archie should do is he should, like, take a little, not a wheelbarrow, what, like, one of the... the a, a stroller? No, not a stroller. A stroller <laughs> would also work. But I'm talking about, like, those those red things that, like, five-year-olds A pull. wagon? A wagon. <laughs> like, a small little wagon. Put his dog in the wagon. Hook it up to the back of his bike. And just, like, pedal. Or, arguably, he can do, like, an E.T. moment where he puts the dog (laughs) in the basket basket of the bike and then bikes to the vet. And it starts flying? And then pays for the vet with some money that he has. Exactly. His dad has to go with him to the vet. It's not a choice. Like, what are you talking about? Do you think Fred was, like, pretending like it was a really nice thing to do? He was like, yeah, I'm going to come with you out of the kindness of my heart. Like, Fred? Hell no. (laughs) What the hell is this? He would not do that. Archie's so fucking stupid. <laughs> this man really has no brain cells. It's really I just I don't I don't see how Archie and Veronica relate to each other at all. No. No, they don't. But it's fine. It's fine. They're end game. They're end game. And then Jug talks to the serpents. Yep, he he's like, go check out 
I think it might be a serpent. Go check out if anyone's done some done some shady biz. And he very clearly says, just find out information and tell me. Yeah, and they do. No. They do. They find out information and they tell. Don't get on the serpents for this. They do exactly as Jug asked. No. He asked a gang to find information. He said, and let me they- know if you hear anything. I mean, he's correct. Like... You, if you talk to a gang, you might want to specify that you don't want violence. He didn't. Know. It's like it's like using a monkey. He didn't know. It's like you get a monkey paw, and you're just like, I want information. And the monkey's paw is like, Okay, I killed your mom. And you're like, What? I didn't expect this. Is this Shadow Hunters? You and killed his mom. The monkey paw. Okay, okay. Like you talk to a monkey paw. And you're like, I want my leg to no longer be broken. And the monkey paw's like, okay. And then it amputates your leg. And you can't be like, what monkey paw? I wasn't expecting I was talking to a monkey paw. How was I supposed to know? Like, you can't. It's a gang. Oh, it's like when you talk to a genie, but you're not specific enough and the wish goes wrong. That's what a monkey paw is. Is it? I don't know what that is. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's literally a monkey paw is something that gives you three wishes, except you have to be hyper specific. I've never because heard of that in my mis- entire life. Redacted. Have you heard of a monkey's paw? No, I just yeah. assumed it was a gang from once upon a time. I'm gonna kill all of you. No, that's nobody's ever said monkey, monkey paw, paw ever. No, the monkey paw is a super. <laughs> I'm going to kill all of you. I thought you were... You said something about Once Upon a Time, and I thought, oh, okay, it's a gang from Once Upon a Time. I thought you were making up a name of one of the gang members members in the serpent. Like, Baby Teeth? You were like, Monkey Paw. No! I was like, okay. This is not going well. A monkey paw is a symbol of desire and greed. Everything that its owner could possibly wish for and the unrestricted ability to make it happen. This power makes the paw alluring even to unselfish people who desire nothing and have everything they need. I wasn't... It's like... A genie. I wasn't saying it wasn't a thing. I was saying I've never in my entire life heard anyone say monkey paw instead of genie. (laughs) But a monkey paw is distinctly different from a genie. Because a genie implies good intent, whereas a monkey paw implies bad intent. intent. The things are always bad. That's not true! (laughs) It's literally not true! Do we need to Aladdin! Mute? Do you want to mute and have a fight? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear. I want to hear your fight. Shut up. Come on, man. <laughs> He's just running out. He's yelling at my mom. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Endgame. <gasps> my mom said she my mom said she's it. never heard of it either. I'm going to lose it. That's I'm not a thing. It. It's not it's a, a thing. thing. Oh my god, I'm going to lose German it. Parents I'm going to lose I can't do this. I am calling people. You're calling people? I'm calling Sarah. Okay. I can I can call my very German parents. No, they won't. Definitely no, have never it's okay. Heard of it. No, he's calling someone. I'm calling Sarah. One of, she can be on the podcast. I unmuted us. Yeah, I saw. I'll call so, I'm so mad. I can call it's my group chat. So I'll call so the group chat. Be... All of this is being... No, I'm calling the group chat. Okay. Hi, have you ever heard of a monkey's paw? What? Have you ever heard of a monkey paw? As like something that grants wishes. 
I've heard of a rabbit's foot. There's that. Okay. No. A no. Is a thing. Yes! <laughs> Have you heard of it? Redacted. What? <laughs> Have you heard of a monkey paw? No. Okay, that was all. Bye bye. Thank God. One person. <laughs> I guarantee you, Jimmy. It's all classic. Jimmy's definitely heard of it. Can I call? No, he's at school. <laughs> Look. Okay. An old person places a spell on the paw so that it would grant three wishes, but only with hellish consequences as punishment for tampering with fate. That's the idea. It's, 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 I'm going to everything. I need one per, one other human being. I just, so no, funny. Sid hasn't heard of it yet. <laughs> oh, I'm going to lose it. This is only you. I'm going to lose it. This I'm is calling, like when you found I'm out that Pinocchio was not the same no, as Moby Dick. I wasn't, I wasn't right in that moment. This what? time I'm right. Redacted. No, 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 hold on. Redacted. I thought Pinocchio and Moby Dick were the same story. Oh, no, this is being kept. <laughs> I'm going to call. Redacted. Oh, I'm calling. Redacted. No, not. Don't. Redacted. I'm going to get mad at them. Don't. I'm going to. Don't do it. I'm going to. Be civil. No. <laughs> I know I'm not being civil. Hey, I'll my lunch break Hey. Oh, amazing. I have an important question for you. Have you ever okay. heard of a monkey's paw before? Yeah. Yes! Thank God. So many people. Like, I've tried to talk to eight people, and no one's heard of a monkey's paw, and it made me think I was going insane. Well, I mean, you are, but oh, this you. is a thing. Yes. Thank you so much. I hope your lunch break is fantastic. Long live Thanks. Bye-bye. Yes. Did they hear me say long live trizzardry? No. Well, I yeah. heard you say it, so. <laughs> Just because it's the last person on my contacts that I think I can call randomly and they might pick up. Hey. hey, I have an important question for you. Yeah. Do you know what a monkey's paw is? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I, hope, I hope you're having a good day. How dare no. you beat me at crossword? Bye-bye. Bye. I'm so mad. So this is a lot of I'm no's and two yeses. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm okay. so mad. Have... It's not general knowledge. I, I'm, like, upset. Cause should we take I'm, an like, ad break? I'm, like, I have gone yeah, through. Yeah, should we take an ad break? You. <laughs> yes. Okay, ad break. We're not even halfway through the ad now back to the show. The monkey's paw is like a deal with the devil. Yeah. That's like the idea. Okay, I it. get it. Can we talk about Riverdale at all? Okay, so then the shower scene. <laughs> yeah, fun. Love it. It's bad. I wanted to die. It's a parallel. Does that make it's a anyone consent feel problem. better? <laughs> That's what it is. Well, here's the thing. I can't say it's a consent problem because she asked, do you, like, I was wondering if you wanted company yeah. and then he nods. Yeah. So she gets consent. So I can't, never mind. I However, don't like how confident she is. I, <laughs> I don't I like that she's wearing her fucking pants. I don't either. It makes me so mad. Soup. If it's supposed to be soup. If it's supposed to be genuine and, like, expensive pearls, don't. 
fucking wet in no, the shower. I'm just concerned about getting into the shower with someone that's washing blood off. I don't know yeah, if I that's sanitary. Like that. oh, oh, yeah, that's true. My contamination anxiety would Concept. be like... Fred's Hello? blood is in her. There was no condom, by the way. That was just raw. They, I don't think they had sex. Yeah, they did. How do you know they had sex? Because they literally... He says later that they had sex. He's like, you just came here to have sex with me or whatever. That's fine. Don't he, that? He's a, 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 a proud user of the Palat method. Very effective in showers. Once again, more reasons like for me to be gay. More reasons for you to be gay. Excuse me. Sex this in the is... shower is awful. It's whether no you're straight what. or gay. No. <laughs> Don't this this is a bipartisan issue. <laughs> no, sex in the shower sounds bad. What if you slip? Okay, I don't like how confident Veronica is, by the way. I don't yeah. like the confidence of walking in the bathroom, just taking her clothes off and being like, I'm here, hate it. Be more ashamed of yourself. Isn't that a take out tent? <laughs> no. To do that with your significant other? Oh, it is. But that's when you're fully clothed. That is true. But I do think it would be way funnier if she, she got in fully, fully clothed. clothed. I would yeah. I would love this scene to no end if she got in fully clothed. And then we have Kevin. But also she's like, do you want company? Like, bitch, he's got trauma. He's traumatized. He, she asked. Look, she asked. I'm going to give her credit. She yeah. asked and he could have said no. Mm-hmm. I don't Fair. know if she would have left if he said no, but he could have yeah. said it. It would have been. That's the thing. Why she was so confident. That would be so awkward if he was like, no, just so uncomfortable. So funny. And then she then, she just, then just plays the quote. scene and rewind. <laughs> She's like, oh, then we have Kevin at the hospital asking Betty if she had sex with Jughead. And he says, Mr. Mr. I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. I don't fit in. And Mr. I don't want to fit in. Have you ever seen Mr. Mr. without yeah, his stupid hat on? Mr.'s weird. Mr. Dad's weird. <laughs> I hate this scene. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's bad. Like, <laughs> Kevin wasn't there, though. Like, Kevin wasn't there, which means Betty relayed the speech word for word to Kevin. Oh, yeah. And also, Archie knows later, so Betty told everyone. Yeah. What, <laughs> once again, a speech made from a dude having a breakdown at a birthday party he didn't ask for. I would. Yeah. T- if you did that speech to me, I would tell everyone I've ever met. Yeah, but you're a bad person. Exactly. Betty is too. Have we said she's a good person? Nobody's ever claimed that. I just... I, 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 this line. What happened? What ha- happened was they wrote the first season and everyone got so... Like, they memed that line to death. Yeah. That the writers were like... Oh, we should put a meme of it in the next season. Completely, like, failing to understand. It's not self-awareness if they keep doing it. Yeah. Nor is it self-awareness if it takes them until after other people have already made fun of it for them to make fun of it. Now, if they did the I'm a Weirdo speech season one and then the very next episode someone had made fun of the speech, then that's fine. Then they understand that it was stupid. But waiting until next season when everyone already is in front of it. It's not. It's trying to be self-aware in a way that doesn't work because it's not. It's it's distinctly not self-aware. Yeah, I agree. You're right. It's just bad. It's just bad. I'm right. The monkey's paw is real. (laughs) So then Cheryl appears at the hospital and lies about the fire to everyone. Cheryl's oh at yeah, the Cheryl. I was like, Betty. Cheryl. <laughs> no, I clearly said Cheryl. <laughs> she very clearly said Cheryl. She's like, 
after the what was it the situation or something like she talks about how she went to sleep after attempting to take her life yeah and then a fire just started yeah if someone told you that after you'd witnessed them trying to kill themselves would you believe them oh no of course well, I mean, not well cheryl's unharmed it's her mom that's rough I mean, I know it's very, very clear that nobody actually gives a shit about Cheryl. Her suicide was to move Archie's story forward. They didn't like talk about it really after or make it a thing. And now there's like they don't care. It's, the but, writers don't care that Cheryl tried but, to kill herself. But the accuracy of trying to commit suicide and then failing and then just being like, I'm gonna go take a nap or I'm gonna go to school and continue with my life. That's true. Yeah. Because you've had that happen. I didn't you do did. that. Don't I know. say it like you that. You didn't do it. Oh, yeah. You knew someone that did that exact series of events. Yeah, it was like four months ago. And then she called me. And I was like, it's not my problem anymore. Did so really, out. that's just representation. Stop. Representation right. in media. So then it's Archie and Veronica fighting. Yeah. Yeah, which I mean, like, sex didn't make it better. It was. St- <laughs> you're still mad about your dad? What the... F- Dude. I don't think it was right for Veronica to take Fred's stuff out of the thing. Like, don't just leave it. It's not. Just don't. Yeah, just ask. Like, ask. Yeah. Do you want my help dealing with this? Yeah. And her communication. And then Archie gets mad at her, and she's like walking away, and I was like, "Ma'am, he's suffering." Yeah, but she only walked away so she could have her turn back. I know. I hate the turnaround. You gotta have your turnaround moment. I hate it. If you if you are in a television show and you're walking away, and you don't turn around, what's the point? <laughs> you know. I don't know. Because if because here's here's how you know there was gonna have a turnaround moment. Because if it didn't have a turnaround moment, the way the scene would have gone is she would have said, "You really want me to leave?" He would have said yes, and then she would have stared at him and then would have cut. Because that's how Riverdale works. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as you true. saw her walk away, you should have known she was standing. Yeah. Because there's no way they're cutting a scene like that. And then it's Veronica praying with her mom. Where the fuck are they? Is this in their house? No, I think it's church. They went to church and threatened each other? That's what happened? Do you ever just go to a place of worship and threaten someone? What the hell is going on? What the hell? What the hell? What, what the, the hell? hell? Praying? What the hell? What the cross Jesus Papa? Shraxi? Taste and see the goodness of the Lord, baby. <laughs> I want to address the line that Veronica... So she accuses her mom of trying to get Fred to sell his share of the company back to Hermione. Mm-hmm. As if he bought a share of the company from Hermione at any point in time. Yeah. And he's returning yeah. it. Which, what? They just don't know what's going on. <laughs> You're so stupid. And then she <laughs> threatens her child with yeah. violence. Yeah, she says, I would yeah. slap you. <laughs> I would slap you right now if I wasn't so kind. Which, though, not physical abuse, is, is emotional abuse. abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's then... Good. And then we have the pussycats coming to the hospital. Oh, and Josie's hair looks great. Yeah. Did you notice that Josie's hair looks phenomenal in this scene? No, I didn't notice. I, didn't I don't get it. the point of them being at the hospital. It added nothing. It was unnecessary. No, it just, I know. I got to the, see Josie's hair. You have to have the, like, classic emotional scene of everyone just walking up to a fucking hospital and being like, we're here for you. We're yeah. here for you, too. We're here for you, too. You know? 
Then Archie sees his dad and has the dream of him marrying Veronica. And the Black Hood comes down the aisle and is like, pop, pop. One moment. And then that's when... Hey, I have an important question for you. Yes. Have you ever heard of a monkey's paw? Of a monkey's paw? Yeah. Like, I've heard of the animal, but I think what you're insinuating, probably not. It's the it's a magical item that will grant you a wish, but, like, in an underhanded way. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, but you haven't heard of it. No. Okay, thank you so much. No problem. Okay, bye-bye. So long. Yeah, anyway, this is when they say time dies, and that's it's a hilarious. Time- oh, oh, right, he's proposing to Betty. Yeah. Propose to Veronica. And yes, time dies, which I think is a saying that needs to be used more often. I actually think that sounds cool. Oh, I was thinking of the wrong flashback. I was thinking of the one Veronica walking down the aisle. So that's my bad. I, I don't know. I think it's fine. I find it interesting to tell your parents that you're going to propose to someone at Pops. (laughs) But like, I don't know. You do you, I guess. I know someone that that said that he went to his uh, wedding in like a flannel. And no, shorts. I fucking hate that. Because, like, he was... So, you do you, I guess. No, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> we looked up the people that went to their wedding in Shrek cosplay. That's what we know, did. Do it. Do what you want with your life. Then we have Betty... And Jug and Betty go to Pops. There's just blood on the ground. They have not yeah. cleaned. Like, so they would have there. someone no clean it. There's scene investigation. Exactly. No, no but this is like... Remember, this is like 1970s. It's not. It's 2000. <laughs> 15. Is, insert John Mulaney. Gross. Mop it up. It's fine. Gross. Gross. <laughs> mop it up. So like. And then Pop talks about how he's been robbed multiple times and how there were riots. What fucking riots? <laughs> yeah, he said there were riots and they broke into Pops. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> he said there were riots. Yeah, there were. And there is no explanation. Yeah, you remember those riots that happened. That After in- I made yeah, the deal like with the, the devil? War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's you know, when like he ran war. out of hot dogs is what happened. Because he has a hot dog sign in the building and no hot dogs have ever been seen on the show. But this entire time, Jug will just be eating that burger like a champ. <laughs> like, good for him. Betty's not touching her food, which is mean. I mean, he went through all of the trouble of making her food. Y'all shouldn't be eating a crime scene no anyways. i get it <laughs> can you imagine that way of like disposing of evidence of just returning to the crime scene and giving people food with evidence inside of it it's funny there have been multiple cases where people fed their victims to other people well yeah hell yeah thank thank you mihav i'm talking a lot about crime <laughs> he also says that he's always hungry and it reminded me of that's my secret i'm always, I'm always hungry. hungry that's my secret i'm always horny <laughs> I love Jug in this scene. I love Jug so much. Then we have, oh, Betty's like, you shouldn't be in the serpents. (laughs) I won't ever do a serpent dance. He also promises to not be a serpent. Yeah, and then he immediately backtracks. So, <laughs> and then he that's doesn't fine. he like try to become the new leader or something? Yeah, he no, he doesn't try. No, he does become this epi- This episode, they say he's a part of the serpents. Yeah. After he says, "I won't become a serpent." So then we have Cheryl threatening her mom in the hospital, which she insinuates that her mother killed Clifford. Or, exactly. or, Do we or ever that, talk about that? No. Or yeah. that they don't know how Clifford died. Yeah. Either one, 
Like weird. The police doesn't don't know something yeah. because something was covered up and we don't know why. Yeah, and I don't think they tell us. No, no we never talk about that again. But we what we do know now is that officially season two we're establishing very strongly beginning of season two Cheryl is going to be the one in control and her mother's not going to be able yeah. to be abusive anymore conclusively. Yeah. Yeah. And then Cheryl comes in and gives the kiss of life. Kiss of oh, life. Yeah. yeah, she just kisses a random person who's in a fucking coma. I mean, like, we're not that's, not... that's not where we are. We did skip a scene, but that's fine. Huh? What he, scene did we skip? Archie confesses life? that the hood threatened him. <laughs> and they're all like, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You really got yourself there. You good? You're dumb. Really got you. Something about you're dumb. You saying you you're dumb was the funniest thing you'd ever heard. I'm imagining somebody sitting down with me and being like, my dad got shot in front of me. And everyone they tell being like, you're such a fucking idiot. And that got to me. That's what got to me. Just the idea of someone being like, my dad got shot, and everyone being like, you're so fucking stupid. You idiot. That got to me. Amazing. That's what did it. See, you're laughing now, too. It's funny. That's really got to me. That's good. I know. That's why it got me. Oh, Lord. Hey, guys, I have something really serious to tell you. My father's in the hospital. What the f did you do? Who? <laughs> okay. I'm I was fine. scared for my life. You went in there, you fucking dolt. You should be dead. <laughs> and then we have Cheryl and Archie, like you guys just said. Which also, I want to say, Cheryl's been wanting to kiss Fred this whole time, is my theory. Well, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. looking especially Dilphy. Oh, in the hospital? Of course. Of course. Yeah. And now she's getting the, them sweet kisses in. Which, can you, you shouldn't kiss people who are I don't know, but there was a lot of yeah, lipstick on his head. you should not kiss people who are con- who are unconscious. There, <laughs> moving on past that, <laughs> just obvious lie. There's a lot of lipstick on his head, which either implies that she lathered up before she kissed him, or she kissed him multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. Both of which, Weird. much weirder than her saying she only gave him one kiss yeah. of life. She gave him a lot so he would live for a long time, but then it didn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, you can't be like, it's so sad that they have these scenes. And then just actively make a joke about a real person dying. I actually dying. can because I think the people who write Riverdale should be respectful to the actors. I didn't write Riverdale. Yay. <laughs> Was that good enough for the bit? You motherfucker. <laughs> You are a motherfucker. You orgasm on the phone with your mom. So did Archie. No, that was Jughead. No, th- that's what I meant when I was talking about the That's what you meant by that? Did he also orgasm on the phone? Sounded like it. That's, I did not understand that's what you meant. I thought you that's guys important. just thought it wasn't funny. You should have done an orgasm on the phone joke. Yeah, why didn't you Why'd say- you pass up this opportunity? Why didn't you say that he I orgasmed? wanted to talk about it, but you guys were just like, okay. Because you should have said, hey, Archie, orgasm hey, on the phone. <laughs> you didn't say orgasm. How are we supposed to know? Hey, mom, dad's dead. Oh, dad, dad's in the, dad, oh, God, dad's in that the hospital. hospital. Like. You that fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that 
Why would you not tell us that? That's what it sounded like. Miha? <laughs> anyway, we have another coma dream, and they're, like, it's the wedding, and they're bagpipes. Yeah, I, I noticed the bagpipes. Here's my take. And this isn't a... Listen to me. I have many bad opinions about this television show. This is this is something that they screwed up. They should have had Archie getting married to Betty in this scene. Now hear me out. I am not a Barchie stan. I'm not a Varchie stan. I am a faded Jarchie stan. Okay? So let's not let's not I have no skin in this game. However, the entire point of the comics for years has been that you don't know, is he going to end up with Betty and Veronica? And they've done marriage comics. And whenever they do marriage comics, they do two versions of them, one where he marries Betty, one where he marries Veronica. I don't know why they do this, but they refuse to take a stance on who he ends up with. So, if you want to be like this show and you want to be related to the comics, and you want to keep both ships alive, and also do things that the comics did, keep the scene where it's like, I'm going to propose to Veronica, and then have a scene where he's marrying Betty, and still, then you have a will-they-won't-they for both of them, and you keep up the intrigue instead of what you have now, which is that he's just, you know he's going to end up with Veronica because you've shown it, then then the only will-they-won't-they, I guess, is with Veronica, except they don't have that. And so what you're left with is when they eventually, if they eventually, like, have struggles or break up, you know that that, that anything he does with Betty doesn't matter because we've already seen the future and the future d- is conclusive. Because they're endgame. I, I don't know why I wrote this, but I wrote Jug fucked himself. I don't know what that means. I don't know why I wrote that. What does that mean? What, is this the scene... Where he sees the the dude bloody. Oh yeah, the okay. tortured guy. Yeah, Shug walks in his room. Sarah, there's just a man bleeding on a chair there, and serpents are like, "We did this for you." And Jug's like, "Why? Why would you do that?" And they're like, "Yeah, told I love us that to. they just tortured a random ass person." Yeah, love it. Should have shut his mouth. We support torture on the podcast. <laughs> Gotta love them abused features. <laughs> the abused features, baby. Jug is really surprised, and I don't think he should be. Yeah, it's a gang. We talked about this. It's a gang. What the serpents else did just what he wanted to do. Now he knows conclusively it wasn't the serpents. Bang. Something he knew that he didn't know before. Yeah. New clue. Not a serpent. I don't remember how they get out of this situation. <laughs> then we have... Oh, Hiram appears. Miha, 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 Miha. 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 Okay. Miha? 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 Miha, Miha? Miha? To explain why we're saying Miho, we watched the Riverdale musical episode in Spanish. Spanish. And we're so, like, down bad with this series that when Hiram said Miho in, like, an understandable context... We lost our minds. And we started saying Miho. And now we say Miho and Miha, which feels more and more every day just like an insult to the Spanish language. I mean, we never explained why we say Miha. We say Miha because we think it's funny that Hiram says Miha every other word. Like in this scene alone we're about to talk about, they said Miha I think at least four times. Just in one scene. They say Miha. I stopped Miha. counting after the first time you said Miha, it. Miha, Miha? Miha, Miha? 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 So I just, I want to to say something 
Hiram says that he came home earlier than expected as a surprise and then immediately follows that with and then I was surprised when you weren't there. If you're coming exactly. home at a, at a time that is not normal or expected, why are you why do you think they should be there? Exactly. How are they how are this how's this person you're surprising supposed to know you're coming there if it's a surprise? Are you supposed to be there the whole time? Just waiting patiently with bated breath for your daddy to come home? That's what he expects. And then Veronica's like, I've changed, which I don't know if she that's has, true. She has, yeah. She doesn't make anybody drink gutter water anymore. I want to, I... <laughs> I, I forgot about that. She should. <laughs> make Ethel but, drink gutter water, please. Oh, that'd be <laughs> great. Just a full Ethel scene of Ethel gutter drinking water. gutter water. Yeah. Just, like, no dialogue. Just... No music. Not even, like, post-process. No, just the just cut. the raw audio. No, it looks like it's Camilla Mendes forcing Ethel's actress to drink gutter water. Yeah. Like, it's not in character. Oh, yeah. It's just shots of gutter water. That's really funny. They're just doing shots. Shots, 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 shots. Everybody. <laughs> cut to Archie waiting in front of his house with a baseball bat. For the black hood. No sleep. Only just baseball. with a baseball. <laughs> He's just got a baseball ball when someone attacks. Oh, we He's forgot just... to say our hashtag. This fits in. Our hashtag, please use our hashtag so that we can find you. For It's Cross Jesus Papa Sexy. Or is it KJ Papa Sexy? It's KJ Papa Sexy. It's KJ Papa Sexy. Hashtag KJ Papa Sexy. Use it. If we get sponsors, that's going to be our discount code. No, yeah, use it. It's KJ Papa Sexy. Tag us. Endgame, just use the hashtag. I want people, I want KJ Papa Sexy. She's desperate. To be a thing. <laughs> She's desperate for people to use the hashtag. I just want people I, to use want it. We want KJ Papa Sexy to blow up. Yeah. For no other reason than that would be funny. Yeah, it would be funny. He would like it. Anyway, over in Greendale. Oh, Grundy black... fucking dies. We Hell love yeah. to see it. Grundy does die, I and also, which is great. I have to say, okay, the first season tried to make it seem like Grundy wasn't a serial predator. She was a predator for just Archie. That's how it seemed. Yeah. That's what they said. That's why they let her leave town because it seemed like she wouldn't do it again. Like it was a one-time thing. Doesn't no. make it. Doesn't make it okay. Yeah. No, that was all the other schools that she worked at. She was a serial predator. No, they didn't say that. They said she worked at this school and yeah. this school and this school, and they kept naming schools. Yeah, but it actually, they didn't say she was an actual she was a, predator. Well, yeah, so I, I guess. I thought that she wasn't. I thought she was just a bad teacher. Oh, I would, I um, would have, I, I thought that she okay, was a serial I, predator. Okay, because I wanted season. to think that the characters, if they knew she was a serial predator, wouldn't let her leave, like and go to yeah. another school. Oh, but they would. So I was assuming that they wouldn't let her do that, and they didn't know she was a serial predator. They thought it was just Archie. But then in this one, you find out if you didn't already know, as Miha did for somehow, you find out she is a serial predator. So the main, okay. Our main characters who we're supposed to root for let a serial child molester leave and go molest somebody else and they were chill with it. To be fair, not our main characters, our main characters' parents. No, they were there. They were fine with it. That guy, the other guy, it's Ben, and that guy reappears in season three. Oh. Oh, he does? Yeah, that's that's the guy who likes, um, I think he was like Ethel's boyfriend or something. Oh. 
Like that's in the rough. Griffins and Gargoyles plot line. That's the oh. thing. This is, this is the main character's fault that somebody else got molested by this woman. And he, I think he like jumps out of a window or something. This is on. their fault. Yes. But then she dies and that's great. And that's great. Black Hood <laughs> does one good kill. And it's her. And yeah. it's this one. I don't know. Forgivable. It's, I can't tell if the writers want us to be sad that Grundy died. It seems like they want us to be sad because the Black Hood's a bad guy and he killed her. Yeah, I don't think they were, like, thinking of how, like, I don't think they were smart enough or, like, you know, I don't think they were trying to make a plotline where you um, sort of have this moral conflict of, like, killing is bad, but this is a bad person who was killed, you know? I don't think they were thinking that far. The writers don't don't recognize how bad Grundy is. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think they were trying to make this, like, a moral conflict. No, because they don't think Grundy's that bad. There's a really interesting story there of a serial killer that only kills, like, the the awful. Yeah, isn't that not Dexter? I haven't watched Dexter. That is Dexter, yes. Okay. Dexter's about a serial killer who kills other bad people. Yeah. Great. For but some I, reason, it gave me anxiety. I've never watched why. it. I just know what the plot is. I think there's there's an interesting point to not following the serial killer, though, and watching other people have to come to terms with, do you think this dude is good or bad? Yeah. And, like, the idea of him killing Grundy and people being like, well, she was a predator. Yeah. How mad are we? I would not be mad. Like... <laughs> No, I wouldn't either. But I know the she next episode, it. people are upset about it. Like, Archie's upset. Well, yeah. No, we're not on the next episode. But that's fucked up. Like, the writers don't recognize how bad she is. Yeah. That's I really don't think we're doing this on purpose. No, because they don't think Grundy's that bad. That's why yeah. they kill her. Because they're like, look. Oh, no. Grundy's dead. Like. I don't I don't see why they felt the need to bring back Grundy. I don't Like, either. in any capacity. Oh. Uh, um, with the bar. Oh, with Archie's bow he gave her? Yeah. Yeah, and I think they were, like, trying to use that to make it, like, into a sentimental thing. Like, a sad yeah. thing. Oh, how tragic. But so see, I, really I don't, don't understand. They, were... they could have had him kill Grundy. I'm fine with that. They didn't yeah. have to make Grundy with another student. That was exactly. a weird... That was a choice. ...choice that I don't like. No, I don't like it either. Because if he killed her, and it was because she was with Archie, then we're, like... Okay, then the main people didn't do something that bad because she didn't do it to anybody else. But because she assaulted another child, then it's yeah. their fault. Here's what I think happened. Like, legitimately think happened. Is just... Just like the I'm a weirdo thing that they made fun of this time. Mm-hmm. I think after they released last season, they saw all of the pushback to, hey, you're glorifying a predator. Yeah. And then this season, they were like, oh, let's show that she's actually a predator predator and that she's still a predator and then kill her. Yeah. To make, like, this moral gray area. Yeah. Because this is the first inkling that you get that the Black Hood is some sort of, like, cleanser. Yes. In his mind. You know? Also, how did Hal get there? It's Greendale. It's right across the river. Nobody noticed he disappeared. Also, how was it even in this episode? How are we supposed to know it's Hal? It's it's green... It's right... Riverdale and Greendale are neighbors. Why did they're lit- they're like two they're two parts. It's so what that doesn't Riverdale, make sense because they River Greendale. They told Grundy to never be near Riverdale again. She was like, okay, I'll go to the town next. Yeah, that's stupid. And they said never be in Riverdale, and she said, okay, I'm gonna go where Sabrina, the teenage witch, lives, which is right next to Riverdale. Okay. They couldn't make her go to like Toledo. Jellybean's there. 
And they do have to have it like somewhat close because Ben somehow just like. I mean, they didn't have to have that happen at all. Yeah, like oh, but like if they were going with Ben being a recurring character, he's really not. Like he's my favorite recurring character. I, I think this is the best kill that they have the Black Hood do. Yes. Yeah. I like the idea of a morally gray serial killer, and I don't hate how they do this if they had shown that Grundy was a predator yeah. better. But they don't explain that yeah. she's a predator, so exactly. But I'm glad so, she's dead. The best that I can give this as the beginning of a season is that there's a lot of interesting potential for a really good mystery mm-hmm. that feels like it's slightly missing the mark. Yeah. Which is better than you, Riverdale usually does. Yeah. yeah. At least in my opinion. I don't think this is an awful way to start a season. I didn't like this episode. I didn't like I didn't it hate it. It's not great. I didn't I don't have a visceral hatred to this episode. No, it's just I think like this a... is a, a rather neutral episode. I think for the start of a season, it introduces the killer well, introduces some steaks. Like... I thought you meant steaks as in the like food. <laughs> like I think I think it, it does a good job of setting up the players for this season. I think it misses the mark in a couple of really key ways, but I don't think it's the worst that they've ever done. I don't think it's good. Done. I'm giving it a 2 out of 10 fluffy eyebrows. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 monkey paws. 5. I'm giving this a negative 4.5 out of 10 death burgers. Thank you, Sarah, so much for listening. I have been Miha. I've been Miha. And I've been Miha. Go eat some evidence, baby. Mm-hmm.